are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Lockdown Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And as I mentioned yesterday, the Locked On Rays Fantasy Baseball League 2022 edition, I think we have, again, as of this recording, as of right now, one open spot. So, If you want that last spot in this 20-team league, yes, it's going to be a 20-team league, believe it or not, uh, email us, LockdownRays at gmail.com, and also, within that email, send us a voice memo and or mailbag question regarding the Rays, baseball, life, whatever it may be, and we will lock you in. Again, first come, first serve. I don't play favorites here. It's whoever sends. It's I I go. Wait, wait, wait. Can we have an amendment to this? Okay, you have an amendment. I, if it's the last spot, and they're, 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 they come with two or three people, not only the first one, but the voice memo. I'm going to push the voice memo, Kevin. Okay. If you get a voice memo, you're in, baby. Uh, the first think? person that sends a voice memo yes. in yes. is in. There you go. I will give you that. There we go. Fair enough. Okay. Because I can't – I literally – I wish I could make a 40-team league. Yeah. But Can't 20 do is the max in ESPN, unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, then housekeeping, uh, we've got that taken care of. Let's move on to some uh, real business regarding the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, man, uh, pitching injuries may be piling up to some extent with the Rays. First it was Shane Boz, and now Luis Patino being scratched recently from what would have been his spring debut on Tuesday, just maybe as a precaution, but we'll see what happens. Sometimes I get, I get a little inkling that, uh, you know, a guy is scratched from his start, nothing to be concerned of. And then we find out like three days later that, oh yeah, he's going to miss, you know, however many weeks. I told people relax. Let's hear all the facts. Wow. That, that was Dr. Susie. Um, Let's it wait was, until the facts come out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? I was right, Kevin, because today Mr. Topkin wrote that his sho- the, the sore shoulder that he had, Luis, apparently he did an 18 to 20 pitch bullpen session today. Okay. And he said he felt good. And there's no further concern. He will throw a live BP on Saturday. So maybe just a tad behind schedule or what you would hope him to be, but – so far, I think he should be okay. Do you have him as a lock in the rotation to start the season? I think it would be silly not to have Luis Patino in the rotation to start the the, the season. Yes, I, I I have him as a lock because let's again. I know we talked about this with with um, the Shane Boz episode, but you got McClanahan for sure. Uh huh. Then you got Rasmussen, right? Kluber, not necessarily in that order, right? Then you have to have Patino because okay. fifth, I'm looking for Ryan Yarbrough to to be that guy. Okay, yeah, because Shane's no longer available. So that that's how I see it: four Patino, five Yarbrough. I'm sure that depending on the matchups, maybe Yarbrough comes third or fourth, and yeah. they they mix and match. But that's my five right now. I don't know if you agree with that five. I think that's basically what 
we would think going into the season that is what it will be. I'm still not totally convinced that Luis Patino is a legit starter starter. As of yet, to me, I see him more as a consistent three to four inning guy, which again, the Rays really only for the most part pitch their starters five innings, five and dive type of guys. But here's my issue with Patino as of right now. And let's also why what I'm saying, I do realize that he's just 22 years old. He's not yet Blake Snell. Thank you. There's a reason that in the Blake Snell trade that four prospects were acquired for Blake Snell because Blake Snell is Blake Snell. (laughs) Yeah. And he has four quality pitches in his former Cy Young award winner. But I only see really Patino is a two pitch pitcher and primarily fastball. Now it's a great fastball. Yeah. But that's also a similar issue that I have with Rasmussen is developing that true third pitch. And I guess in a way Patino does have more than two pitches. Well, he's fastball slider, but he has two variations of the slider. One that he keeps in the zone and one that he tries to sweep outside the zone for swing and misses. But I still, when I think of Patino as of today, as of right now, I don't necessarily trust him to, Oh, he, I'm good for him. uh, Getting us five and two thirds consistently. We usually, are pretty on pretty on par with 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 um outlooks on players uh-huh i you think you think he's having a breakout i 100 percent disagree with your take on this okay I, now, i'm just saying as of this year th- this is the thing though like as of today you're saying as of today that's how you see him okay as of today i see him as a durable guy that i i'm i would be leaning on him for 140 innings really yes i mean this guy the way you you talked about the 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 pitching uh repertoire maybe not being a hundred percent there yeah but Tyler Glass now did it with a fastball and curveball and what happened he had to have a third pitch so I understand that part of the equation but the delivery is so sound too with 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 Patino yes injuries can happen but yeah I, I honestly think that his stuff is top of the line electric stuff I mean uh I, I want that. to see this season in September, and I wouldn't be surprised if Luis Patino had a better season than Shane McClanahan. I have, I like wow. that's not like out of the realm of possibility for me. I mean, I, this stuff is electrico. I mean, okay. I, 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 um, I would be okay with with putting some green skittles on that. I think. Patino has quite a bit of reliever risk, personally. Okay, uh, and he's never thrown for more than hundred innings. He's 22. I get that. I get that. But I find it hard to believe that. Uh, Tell me about that him. about about Tyler Glass now. Oh, Tyler Glass now has never pitched more than 114 innings in the major leagues. That's concerning. He's it is going to be a free agent, actually. That's pretty concerning. Him. But I will say this about Patino. I find it hard to believe that they would ramp him up to 140 innings this year after throwing. Did he even get to 100 last year? No, I think he's so, 70, maybe 70, 80. Now I know he pitched in the minor leagues too, but still, yeah. even that, I'm I'm doing a quick search right here. I think he had 77 innings in the bigs, and then 29 in the minors. And let's remember, 2020, he threw a total of uh, 17. Innings. Okay, so, so I think last year 102 total. That's why I think that a combination of maybe I didn't clarify my point here that a combination of the Rays being somewhat careful with Patino, uh, and also him not having the consistent ability to go deep into games. I see him a lot of times. All right, man, pitch counts up. 
Uh, the strikeouts aren't there. The, the You're giving up too many walks here, bud. We got to pull you out after three and two-thirds. I don't disagree that maybe this year they do the Chirinos Yarbrough 2018-2019 approach where a lot of his starts might come after an opener. I don't disagree with, with that being his modus operandi yeah. by cash on, on Patino, but I, I, I see him graduating from that and becoming a true starter. And again, I wouldn't be surprised if he just becomes a, an out of the gate starter where here's the ball. Give me good, uh, some, uh, good yeah. five innings today. And again, I, I'm just looking at based on what he did last year, he very well could have used his time yeah. very significantly this offseason and really honed in on that third and fourth pitch. So exactly. again, I'm just kind of looking based off last year. What I do appreciate about Patino was the fact that when his arm wasn't feeling right, he had the wherewithal to go to the coaching staff and the training staff and say, you know what? I need to get this checked out. I need to get this looked at. Don't Nick Anderson, this thing where you're like, no, I'm tough. I can, I can keep going. No, you're I'm, someone's feeling a little funny. Let me get ahead of it before it becomes a bigger, bigger issue. Just like Shane Boz, young guys, but they, they spoke up. Yeah. They spoke up and, and good for them. And that's exactly what you expect from these guys that, will probably be part of your rotation, hopefully, for the next four or five years. So you think Patino gets 100-plus innings? Yes, this year with 100%. Yeah, I mean, if, if, in the if, regular season. if they gave him 77 when he was 21 years old and basically a rookie, like, I, why wouldn't they give him the ball for 100-plus innings? Like, that's the progression that you need. You can't just, like, pigeonhole a guy like, no, you're just uh, a three- to four-inning guy. You're 22. No, right. I think you give him the ball and you say, go get it. And I guess if enough guys go down, Glass now goes down, uh, Shane Boz goes down. I mean, at some point, you, that allows Patino to, in a way, step up to the plate as opposed to somebody again, else. You said it. This guy was one of the uh, uh, 25% of the return of, a, of a, an ace, of a Cy Young Award winner. You're not just going to relegate this guy yeah. to the bullpen. In fact, Two bullpen arms that you got for Willie Adamas, one, you you transformed into a starter. So I, I wouldn't see the race just being like, no, yeah. Patino's a three to four inning guy. No, he's going to be a starter, and I think a very successful one. I just wonder if uh, Jalen Beeks comes on the heels a little bit, Yanni Chirinos when he gets healthy, if and when he gets healthy. You need healthy. the depth. Yes, you need the depth, and I think that's good. And honestly, competition, competition is always going to be good. That is true. That is true. Uh, so there it is on uh, Luis Patino. So uh, and and hopefully that's not the uh, death knell from Topkin where he says, "Oh yeah, he's going to be fine. He's going to you know pitch on time, and then something happens. You know, eight pitches into his scheduled start or whatever." But anyway, uh, we don't need any more uh, pitching injuries as no. of right now. And uh, the Rays certainly have had their uh, history and fair share because it seems like when one goes down, they all go down. <laughs> like, oh, we can weather the storm with this guy, and then. Three weeks later, it's like, six guys have gone down. What the hell happened? Right, right. What is going on? Yeah. Anyway, uh, it is that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. So head over to their website today or use that mobile device of yours to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online. It is where the game starts.
All right, Ulysses, uh, something else we may disagree on here. Uh, the old ghost runner rule, or as I've recently heard, the zombie runner rule. <laughs> you know, some uh, some reporters trying to get cheeky and creative with the terms there. Ooh, the, the zombie rule, the, the ghost runner rule. The Manfred runner, too. You know, there's, there's many synonyms for this crap. I love it. It's so bad for baseball. It's so um, bad. I, there's a lot of bad things for baseball. I yeah. would think this is kind of lower on the totem pole if we're sure. talking about robot umpires and making the bases larger and not <laughs> allowing shifts. And uh, did I say robot umpires? I mean, like, I, I why, why would the robot umpire? Well, I mean, this is not the, 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 the maybe the point of, of this segment. But. I, I, I get how people say, oh, the ghost runner thing is gimmicky, but there's a whole lot of gimmicks that are being thrown into the game right now. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, even a pitch clock is gimmicky. Right, but, like, that one is so needed. <laughs> Again, I man, we've been going really hard on, on Ryan Yarbrough, but, oh man, you got to throw a pitch. Throw the pitch. Throw the bleeping pitch already. You can't right. just, just have dead air for 69, 679 seconds sometimes. And and Dwayne and B.A. are just kind of like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you can hear uh, Dwayne, uh, you know, he gets the sniffles a little bit, and you can hear him breathing through his nose. My gosh, throw the pitch. So, uh, no, I'm okay with that. The the people that probably appreciate Yarbrough having a lot of time in between pitches – is uh, Dave Wills and Andy Freak because that allows them to chit chat a little bit. More. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet they're they're fans of that. But yeah. no, going back to the, the Ghost Runner now, man. It, it for me, it's it's what sucks is that it's so close to being a good idea, but they just they mess it up completely. Okay. First of all, don't do it in the tenth inning. Don't do it in the tenth inning. I've, I've had this conversation with you. Like, at least give us. One, at least, at the very least, okay. one inning more of regular baseball. So the 10th should be just be played normally as extra inning. If I could have my cake and then eat that bad boy too, mm-hmm. I would have a one time through the order. And then it becomes the Manfred runner. So if that's three innings, that's three innings. That's two innings, that's two innings. If that's one inning, okay, Yeah, but does, I, aren't we trying to save guys' arms and save guys for the next day and not prolong games and not have 16, 17 inning ball games? Yeah, but that's the thing. Once the one time through the order thing, which could happen 11th or 12th, let's say at the latest is at the 12th. So then that means, okay, in the 13th, get your Manfred runner. By the thirteenth inning, I'm gone. I'm that's taking. Okay. I'm sleeping. That's I'm done. I'm not paying attention to that stupid ball game but anymore. I don't think that's most people. I, I don't think, think it's so. most people. I don't With think kids. So. Well, okay, yeah, the kids. But again, you're talking a sport that's in the summer, June, July, August. These kids have no bedtime. Yeah, but the parents have work. Well, nobody I, wants to go to a sporting event and, and sit there for five and a half hours or five hours. I I I, I have to disagree. I really do because then what I, I feel like all we do is complain about ball games are too long. We need a hey, you're you're talking about the pitch clock and yeah. everything. I, more so action. I, I'm okay with more action in the game, but and I know that But that there'd be less me, action if we're going to 12, 13 innings and nothing of substance has happened. Like So each, again, my, I said if I could have my cake and eat it too. That okay. would be my one time through the order. I would compromise just having the 10th inning be a normal extra inning, and then fine. Do your stupid Manfred rule in the 11th inning. I will say this, though. It's also Bush League, not only that it starts right in the 10th, but it's also Bush League, the fact that they start at second base? What? what? Two outs can get you a run? No. 
the Manfred runner should start at first base. Make it so that you need to do more than a couple of sacrifice flies. You have yeah. to do something. Make the defense make an error. Get get hit. Uh, hit and run. And you want more action? Make that runner at first base. Make them steal second base, for God's sakes. Okay, I understand that, and I would be willing to get on board with that. But how many times have we seen major league teams even fail to execute of getting the runner at second to home? They can't even execute a bunt or a sack fly or a ground ball or a put a ball in play or steal a bag. Like at least, at least the ghost runner rule, whether it's at first or second, it brings some more strategy and execution into the game. No, it does not. It, if you make two sacrifice flies, you can win the game. That's so okay. So no, very you, lame. you can go. You can go ahead by one, and then the other team gets another shot to do that. Well, I'm saying like right, but the it's winning not, team could win by a couple of sacrifice flies. Like if you if okay, the, we could talk. They, they could do that. You know, in the ninth inning too. Sure, but runner like that, that runner on second got there. Why? Because How? they did something, not just because. As they were a zombie and then they suddenly get to second base how many how many i i would i would think it's not as easy to hit uh you know two fly balls deep to the outfield with the type of relievers that teams are throwing out there like okay. putting the ball in play is tough enough fair so let's say there's a man on second what happens to brandon lau if he doesn't strike out he'll ground out to second or a ground out to short right field Guess where that or runner in second's out. going? He's gonna move to third. If it's a, if it's a, sacrifice a, if it's a speedy enough runner, it's it's the guy who was the last out. Is is G Man Choi going to third on that? On a ball to he better if he's not, then he can't play baseball. <laughs> if if there's a ground ball to the outfield and you can't make it from second to third, I'm sorry. So that's all I'm saying is like you you can't. I understand you want more action in the game and you want to speed up the the the, the game and, and not have 17 inning affairs, whatever. Wait, would you rather just have the game end in a tie if it's tied after nine? I would think a tie is more sports. Um, I would rather have that than do, oh, we're going to play three more innings and then go to the ghost runner. I, 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 I really would rather have a tie than a Manfred runner in, ten, in the 10th inning, 100,000%. I'm okay with ties. I've grown up with ties. You know, you, you have that in soccer all the time. So I, I, I don't understand. The, and like, I've made this point very and it actually, adamantly. Like, yeah. it would give you at the end in the September chase, the standings. And like, man, we literally cannot tie anymore. We are run out of the division if we have one more tie. We have to win, boys. Okay. This is it. But Cash would have to be like, oh, I, I can't throw, can't throw Nick Anderson in the sixth inning right now. Yeah, but there is strategy and execution with the Ghost Runner because think about the team that, I guess the away team, they get up by one. Then there's that much more pressure on the home team to score a run, and it doesn't always happen. And this rule has done its job as look, we it was a couple of years ago when there was that ridiculous 16 inning ball game between the Rays and the Twins. Yeah. Uh, do you know what the longest uh, game was for the Rays in terms of innings this past year in 2021? I think 12. 12. Yeah. 162 games played. That's kind of doing it, doing your job there. And it only happened twice, Yeah. too, by the way. Hey, so, if we're trying to shorten the game, if we're trying to get, seven kids, innings. It, it gets, get kids to, 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 to bed at 11.30 p.m. on a Thursday, even though they don't have class next day, fine. Start the games earlier. Tie. 
and start the games and start the the games earlier. I'm okay with like 6:45 p.m. Uh, start time. 6:45, maybe 6:30. Like, uh, but but tie it up. Okay, if at the end of the game you could you would save pitchers, you would save uh, uh, people's drives home if if they want to stay in, in, in the park. I don't understand this fascination towards hating ties. I really don't understand it. Here, uh, here's a little twist. You have the idea of instead of a runner going to second, they get put at first. I could get on board with that, but let me okay. also add a little addendum to that to spice things up a little bit in extra innings. Uh, the team that is hitting can pick whichever part of the batting order that they want to. That, Give me okay, we want to go our, our two, three, four, our three, four, five. However, you want to do it to where that obviously you can't have the runner overlap. You got to make right. sure that they're going to be able to score before they would come up to uh, the plate, unless I guess you could pinch hit or pinch run for them if you wanted to do that. But I and I think it was even David Sampson that brought up that idea that when you get into extra innings, I mean, if we're if we're already doing the ghost runner thing, if we're already adding a gimmick, let's add another one. Yeah, and let's really put let let's at least let. Uh, the exciting part of the lineup, the exciting part of the order come to the plate and yeah. let, the, let the stars showcase things a little bit. Exactly. Oh, the men on second get Trout Talk up about there. more highlight-worthy moments. Get Tatis up there. And maybe get that turns into a home run. Mm-hmm. And, get Franco up there. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... And it, it, it might come back to, okay, who's got the better part of the lineup? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think this thing is going to be here for the long haul. Quite, I think the ghost runner thing is we're not having four and a half hour games any longer. It's not going to happen, especially when you're playing every day. And especially where there's such a priority on keeping players healthy on both sides from the owners in the front office to the players, not wanting to. It's so silly to me. Like if they, I mean, isn't it silly to have, you know, pitching and no, 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 but I'm saying, no, no, uh, uh, sorry. I mean, it's, it's silly that the whole thing is like to guard against pitcher injuries and whatever, but like, you can do that by having a tie after nine innings. Okay. You could do that. I'd rather, again, I'd rather have that than going like two or three more innings and then going to the ghost runner because I'm, I'm, I want the game to be over. I, I, I don't want to spend as much as I enjoy watching baseball. That doesn't mean I want to have a four hour, 15 minute ball game. Oh, also, there's 162 games. So, yes, yeah, you, can, you can put up with that in football. There's 16 games. You can yes. put up with that with maybe basketball. Oh, it goes, but even basketball, it's like two and a half hours. It's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not as long as baseball is. That's the thing. So, we're we guys, baby. Seven innings, baby. No, that's, that's you're, I'm down for the double headers being seven innings. Okay. I've told you that. I, 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 I'm actually surprised that went away. I thought I would hate that. Didn't hate it. I thought I would hate yeah. it. I didn't, didn't hate it. Um, how about this? Uh, seven innings, but the eighth inning, the extra inning is played straight up. Uh, you could actually get a lot more probably eight and nine inning ballgames because teams would still be right. tied after seven. So I'm, I'm going to die on that hill. Seven inning ballgames. Let's do it, folks. Let's oh God. two hour. I want these games over in two that's, hours if we're going to have 162 of them. That's a couple of hot takes. Seven inning games and ties in baseball. Yeah, that people really are going to be if they if people that are listening hate both of these ideas, they're going to hate this episode. They're like yeah. this episode sucks. 
Uh, we did get some reaction on Twitter regarding this question. So MLB is bringing back the ghost runner rule and extra innings for the 2022 season. How do you all feel about this raise nation? Uh, a resounding 7.9% love the ghost runner rule. Uh, 67.1% hate it. And about a quarter of the voting populace, 25% are indifferent. I think they're probably just tuned out or drunk by that point. It's like, yeah. we're just trying to get home. I mean, it's whatever. I've well, watched, I've got my fill of baseball, so I don't care. Seven out of 10 people said they hated it. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. not, it's not great. It's Again, not great. I'm on the, I, I. You're the outlier. It's okay. I am. I, I'm, I mean, I'm the outlier with the ties. I know most people that love baseball are, are hearing this and they're like, you're ridiculous. There yeah. are no ties in baseball, just like there's no crime in baseball. Uh, sometimes there is crying. I, I am an outlier. Like Shohei Otani is an outlier. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one other uh, one other big rule or modification that'll be uh, putting uh, that'll be going forth this year. Is, yeah, uh, the Shohei Otani rule. I mean, that guy's so cool. He already has a rule named after him. That's, that's pretty fantastic. freaking awesome. Which also is going to help his cause and his agent cause once uh, free agency mm. like. Shohei Otani better be getting fifty million dollars annually, dude. I mean, if he's if he's durable, why not? I think he's about to be twenty eight. Uh, look, and it might not be a ten year deal, but if it's a five, six, seven year deal, I want the AAV to be fifty million plus. Yes, like let's be honest. If I mean, if I were if I were him or his agent, I'd be like, ah, uh, let's play this three year deal like a Korea thing and ka-ching. Yeah, just cash in, and if you're going with the three-year deal, you might even be asking for, hey, give me 60 mil annually. Ooh, like, baby. Let's put this into perspective. Corey Seager got $325 million in free agency. Very good player. All-star level talent. But when you think Corey Seager got 325, like, you look yeah. at his numbers – it's not 320. In, in my book, I was incredibly surprised. I would, I would have thought, like, 90 mil. <laughs> like, DJ LeMahieu contract. No, no, come maybe on. a little bit more. Come not three twenty-five, though. Not three twenty-five. That's absurd. That's absurd. So if he's getting that, I would. I mean, I would give three twenty-five to Machado. I would yeah. give three twenty-five to Trey Turner. I'd give three twenty-five to Wander. I give three twenty-five <laughs> to Wander. Not, not, not Corey Seager. Can uh, can I ask you something about spring training? Sure. Okay. So as you well know, the Rays have not won a spring training game. Oh my gosh! Let's panic. Well, you know the, the team that you know. You know the team that usually wins uh, the Grapefruit League or the Cactus League usually ends up finishing last and in the regular season. Well, you know, somebody wrote to me, and, and they're very nice. They're very, very nice. They're saying it's making me nervous that every time I've seen them in spring, they have lost. I know that these don't count, and I don't want crazy Twitter coming out for me. But I just wanted to share. I'm totally calm now. So I answered this person, who's a very nice Locked On Race listener, and okay. you like this person. Okay. Um, and I said, in order to, I hate, I hate seeing the race with a zero W. Of course I do, right. even if it's practice. I hate it. But I told this person, what about? This is what I do. I don't know if you do this, Kevin, but what I do is focus on a, a few players and look at what they're doing. Directly is Brandon Lau swinging wildly at pitches? Yeah. Is he having a good pitch recognition at the box? Is he not swinging at close ball pitches? Is uh, Chris Maza hitting the corners instead of 
putting them right in the middle. Is Shane McClanahan making mistake pitches when he shouldn't be getting mistake pitches against uh, Austin Riley? These are the I I notice those things, and and that's how I get through spring training, seeing an offer on the W column. Now, do you agree with how I handle that, or do you have another type of of way that you handle zero Ws on March twenty fourth? Yeah, and speaking of ties, I mean, if we're going tit for tat on this thing, I think yeah, they have zero Ws, but they also have two ties. There you go, baby. Let's go. So that's something to consider. Yeah, we have to remember that this is not the A squad for the Rays. And it's not – all of these players have a directive of what they're working on. And the pitchers especially, it's not one of those things where I'm throwing my best stuff out there. It might just be today I'm going to work on my fastball. No. Today I'm going to work on my slider. Yeah. Today I'm going to work on this part of the plate. It's not – yeah, you want to win the game, but it's not about that whatsoever. So it does suck seeing the zero Ws, correct though? Not really, because I don't pay attention. I don't look at the I don't look at spring training stats because those don't matter either. No, the fact don't. that Ruben Cardenas is, you know, was batting eight hundred and four for five. Yeah, it's great. He's he's squaring the ball up, hitting the ball in the middle, and had a great minor league season last year and the previous couple of years, but it doesn't matter at no, the end of the day. It doesn't like, matter. The, Look at who's playing, who's getting the majority of the playing time in spring training thus far, and that should at least give you a little solace in saying, yeah, most of, the majority of these guys aren't going to be on the Rays roster. Right, right. In 2022. So there you go. So, there you go, listener. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out. Uh, you know who you are. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Um, okay. Yeah, if you see uh, Miles Mustraboni on the Rays roster. Hey, he came through today. In spring training. You see, Evan Edwards got two at bats today. Yeah, he okay. did. Okay, let's. It, it's was that it, the Rich Hill uh, or no? I, I feel like it was a Marlins deal. It was a, the Rays deal? traded like a John Curtis or something. There was some reliever, I think, that the Maybe Rays traded. Paulson, Paulson, maybe I'm thinking of Paulson. At exactly. the end of the, this is the no, point. At yes. the end of the day, these guys look. I can mention Edward. Evan, it, it's like the prospect thing. Like, oh. Uh, check out this prospect, that prospect, the other prospect. Those guys are never going to make it to the major leagues. The 78th ranked prospect in the Rays organization most likely is not going to get any type of cup of coffee in the big leagues. Kevin. So we can talk about, uh, okay, I'll give your boy Ian Seymour. We'll probably make it to the big leagues at some point. But like Evan Edwards, no, he's probably not making it to the majors. Nick Schnell, no, he's probably not making it to the majors. Adrian DeHorta, no, he's probably not making it to the majors. So I don't need a 700-word scouting report on those guys. Well, you know, uh, I don't think we should be prospect-hugging. I think some guys will make it. uh, Some guys don't. But I will say this. Lucius Fox, was he not beloved by prospect-huggers all around uh, Rays fans? So, you know... It's unfortunate, but it's a very tough gig to make it. And and then once you make it, then you have to stay there. It's very, very difficult. It's a very, very difficult sport. Yes, it is. To have staying. So I don't need a uh, 700-word diatribe on Cal Stevenson. I'm good. I'm good on that, okay? (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) If you want to talk about Curtis Mead, okay. Okay. You want to talk about Greg Jones, okay. Seth Johnson, okay. But I just love, okay, I'm, no. We'll, we'll continue this. I think yes. we're, we're going to do a prospect episode or two at some point. And we we'll should. All this. So yeah. I'll just leave it at that. I do have a lot of love for 
Jack Lebowski and yes. Ford Proctor and yeah. uh, Logan Driscoll. I think, I mean, quite frankly, any prospect that comes on our show, I'll, I'll be waxing poetic about that. Blake Hunt, another one yeah. as well. Like those are legit guys. But when you're getting down real into the weeds, then uh, we got to have a conversation. So on that note, before I get myself in trouble, thank you for listening to the Locked on Rays podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Happy Friday.